Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Tiffany here from Swish, and I want to talk about being a problem solver. In my classroom, I'm always telling my equal firsties to be problem solvers. In first grade, that's one thing, but in adult life, it's a whole other. It can be really difficult to train your brain to go into a problem-solving mode. Maybe you don't even know where to start. It's a challenge that we all face in life. But when you learn to better help your brain find solutions, it's truly a great feeling. And if you've ever been thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. BetterHelp is convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's all online. And on top of that, they match you with a therapist just by filling out a brief survey. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com swish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash swish. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. The Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 186 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. I'm Katie. And I'm Sarah. And this episode is sponsored by Ryan Mark. Thank you so much, Ryan. Thank, Thank you, Ryan. You. We have a very special episode for you today with two of the sweetest humans on the planet. One of them is a ginger in the seventh best Weasley. The other is a horror fanatic and an animal lover. They are both very important to the Harry Potter fandom, as well as being the creators of the safest spaces with the house of Chris Ness. And they are very special to us here at Swish and Flick. Please welcome Chris and Ness to the podcast. Oh, hey. (laughs) (laughs) Good morning and good afternoon for everybody involved here. Um, We're so excited to have you on the podcast again. It's lovely to be talking to you. Yeah, I mean, not that we don't talk to you all the time, but (laughs) as a group, it's lovely to be talking to you and seeing your lovely faces. Yeah, it's it it feels good. This gives us maybe some hope of getting together in the future. Maybe in I person. Hope so. <laughs> Wouldn't that be yeah. It Seems be... like a miracle right now. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, before we get into this episode, this is gonna be just like our usual. So we're gonna go to Megan for the weekly profit. So this is interesting. And I know that we've been talking a lot about like this whole change in who's dealing with the Potter verse over at Warner Brothers and the Warner Media chief, Jason, uh, I don't know if this is how you say his name, Kylar, um, basically teased at an investors conference on Thursday about Harry Potter sequels coming to HBO Max. Sequels? Mm -hmm. I don't know what that means. Whatever. Prequels, sequels, I don't know. More Harry Potter, basically. (laughs) But it was at an investors conference um, during an appearance that he had with HBO Max and Warner Brothers. Um, And so does this do you think this ties into those rumors that were a few weeks ago um, about a series? 
I mean, I think that at this point, in terms of like, if you take a look at how every other huge franchise is handling streaming and everything, it would be really stupid of us to think that they won't add on to Harry Potter. And my, this is just my opinion, my little humble opinion over here. <laughs> I think that with as many like Marvel series as we're getting and Lord of the Rings series, mm-hmm. um, the fact that they have the rights to this and this is even like, a little conversation like I think it's going to happen it's just a matter of what it's going to be yeah. I hope it's new and they don't just like redo what's already been done I would hope that they're going to expand because you yeah. know like how many people have begged for Marauders series like let's just give it to us please thank you that'd be great but <coughs> but don't mess it up <laughs> but don't yeah. mess it up <laughs> do it the right way the way that we want it <laughs> but this is just adding to those those rumors basically there's there's more talks of it okay interesting i think there's potential interesting me yeah. personally i'm just like you know what i'll take more content you can throw it at me and i'll make my opinion when it's out there but i want it I'm all very easy to please when it comes to content like genuinely people who are like i hated this or this and i'm like what i thought it was so good <laughs> so yeah, i think no, i'm I... very like you megan i'm i have I, I i'm just happy to sit back and watch something that somebody else made for right. my entertainment yeah. <laughs> it has to be pretty spectacularly bad before i'll be like no i hated it right. same same, same. same. I, yeah I, and i mean like I, I think that this is going to happen. It's just a matter of like the timeline. I have no idea what the timeline on this would be, but I really do think that they're going to make more. Um, they're just going to hold off for a very long time on what that more means, I think. And I, I'd imagine. And yeah. who's in it. Yeah. 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 It'll I, be, I reckon it'll be five years at least. Yeah. yeah. That oh, makes yeah. sense. It'll be a while. Could they I mean, get Adam Driver to play Snape, though? <laughs> Here's my thing, though. I, you know me. I'm a little bit more picky. Like, I don't want... I just want new something new, not something that... See, I would like a founder story, because that's a little bit further removed from the yeah. Potter line that we know, even with the Marauders being involved. Like, if we got, like, the founders of Hogwarts story, yeah. early, like, early Wizarding wor- World time... I think before that was Fantastic pretty, pretty Beasts, cool. before yeah. like, long, long, long well, time ago. And it, I think that, like, isn't, mm-hmm. I think both Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones are doing, like, way mm-hmm. prequel ones. So mm-hmm. that's the, the kind trend. of route they're going. Yeah. Game of Thrones are doing literally everything under the sun, from what I understand. Well, like, yeah. Anyone who briefly kind of went, Hello, is going to have a prequel or a spin-off show of some description. Like, <laughs> it feels like Star Wars, because too. When yeah, I was work- honest to God. Yeah. When I was working in production, they just started kind of talking about the Game of Thrones sort of spin-off shows. And the list of, the, like, the, the, it was countless. It was countless, the ideas they had. That's wow. how I think feel like Star Wars is. Because, like, you know, when they... That one day that they were like literally coming out and they're like, we're going to have this show. 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 And I was like, I like it. But at the same time, I'm like, I feel like you're throwing a lot at us at like one time. And I think that they realized they were doing that. And they kind of took a step back, though, because like that's after after. I mean, also, I know that this is controversial, but Star Wars fans are literally the worst. Sorry. And after <laughs> after toxic. they like can't they can be toxic. Yes. 
every fandom has them it's not just star wars yeah. sorry but like truly and um <laughs> i mean like kind they, of but like no really but, but everybody like, has them. You're <laughs> but like after i'm not agreeing after that, with you but i'm not disagreeing with you <laughs> you know I mean, I'll be the one to vocalize it. It's fine. Everybody else can be silent. I know everybody thinks what I'm saying. I'm just going to keep talking. No we agree with you. Timmy, I agree with you. I know. Hey, I know. I'm, I'm a Star Wars fan and uh, no, I'm not toxic. But, <laughs> um, but after that last movie came out, um, they like they were supposed to have more come out like within a year and they just pushed everything back because they got such bad feedback from it. Um and I mean, like, so people really hated the Han Solo movie. And I watched that and I was like, what was wrong with this movie? I thought it was good. <laughs> Again, another. I liked it. It wasn't my favorite one, but I liked it. It's yeah. just another example of me, like, yeah. liking everything. I was just like. No, it was a good movie. It was a good story. But you, like, you, like you said, like, Star Wars fans, like, when that, when that one movie came out, they're like, oh, my God, this is too similar. Then the next one, they're like, oh, this is way too different. Like, okay, well, what would them. you like me to do? <laughs> They can take a back seat. Nobody cares. Sarah, they want like, to write, write it. They want to no, write just, it. Okay. Then write it. <laughs> no, because because then it would be fan service. Then it would turn into a cursed child thing. This is fan fiction. Up uh, mm. what I don't know. What do you want? That's they the problem that is the problem with prequels and sequels though. And I think that's that would be my concern going forward with the Potter IP is where is this content coming from? Because that's mm-hmm. good. I mean, obviously that's a, that's a big thing at the moment mm-hmm. is, yeah. you know, do we need more proper content or do we need more kind of spin-off content in the sense that it's cursed child that was a Jack Thorne development for mm-hmm. want of a better word mm-hmm. that I think that is what's going to be the sticking point for it is, you know, if, if you're, if you're delving into areas that haven't really been touched before, who's, who's doing it mm-hmm. where's it coming right. from mm-hmm. um and i should imagine that's probably what's going to hold them hold them up a little bit but we'll see yeah i yeah, do think that sure. the one thing that potter has going for itself in that realm is that i think people are kind of ready to pass it to other people to like expand the universe i think that that would like get more people interested in spin-off material um so like maybe that will be beneficial to potter so i don't know just another like angle it's a dream (laughs) it'd be fascinating to see what comes i I still wouldn't put it past them at some point to be doing a full remake oh Oh. yeah for sure i I said that weeks ago i've been saying it yeah ever since like netflix and amazon started doing these ridiculously Mm -hmm. long in-depth series and i suppose since game of thrones really it's kind of become inevitable that at some point we're going to get the full versions you know Mm. like chapter per hour kind of (laughs) i guess i wouldn't be too sad about that i'd be here for it i think the the i think what people hang on to the most with the movies and them being the originals are the 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 actors who portray the characters that's what people hold on to it's not Mm -hmm. the story that you're holding on to because there are so many things that we would we want to see like we want that detailed I want seasons on seasons on seasons if I can see everything but we hang on to the actors right like can you imagine but we're all ancient now yeah well (laughs) I don't think that's true but 
I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> well, but like if you do think about it. an older character. Maybe people, because everybody who was playing those characters was like older in the series. So if you played people around like your actual age, maybe you could come back and be somebody else. You also have to think too with those movies. Like you forget, like if you watch the movies and you're inundated like I have been, is that you forget that like, you know, how old Alan Rickman's character is actually supposed to be. Or Gary Oldman's character, like they're supposed to be in their thirties and 30s, they weren't. Yeah. Um, even like when the people playing Lily and James, like you forget that they're like twenty one. Yeah. yeah. It's wild. Yeah. It's wild. I too, which makes it sadder. With the movies. Yeah. Yeah, it does make it a whole lot sadder. But you know, like oh, yeah. that's made this reread so much better that we're doing though, because like I have just been. I, I mean, I just surrounded myself with the movies, watching them over and over and over and over again and like not rereading the books nearly as many times as I watched the movies. So then like going back and rereading these as an adult, I'm just like, oh, man, I forgot so much. I forgot mm-hmm. so yeah. much of what happened. But some patrons in the chat suggested that Danny DeVito come back and play Uncle Vernon and it could be a new series called Dursley's The Early Years and it's just the life before Harry shows up. I mean we were always taught we we always thought we should have a like proper 90s American sitcom version of the Weasleys. Yeah. Oh my god. Sort yes. of I don't know sort of in that kind of Roseanne kind of era. It could be like an all new WandaVision yeah. but about yeah. the Dursleys. Hold on. Yeah a show from the 90s a 90s sitcom show that you would place the Weasleys in Uh, oh god I can't think of one that's I don't know if I ah like maybe I don't know maybe even like I can't think of an American one (laughs) it's it's somewhere in the kind of (laughs) what was that full Full house House. yeah we we didn't get that over here that's like American um, I don't know. My brain immediately goes somewhere like Malcolm in the Middle. Okay. But, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. that would be funny. But I don't know. Not even that. I don't know if it's even sort of more. I was thinking, like, what's the one called with uh, Steve Urkel? Is that Family, Family Matters? Matters? Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know that kind of thing where, like, Mr. Weasley comes in through the door and goes, "Morning, Weasleys," and the and the studio audience are like, "Ah." Yeah. <laughs> yes, I would. God, I they would love that. <laughs> Oh God! Dursleys would love song, and we all come on and go. We're the Weasleys, the Weasleys. (laughs) And and there's all the beginning takes at the at at like the beginning with the theme song where everybody's like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then Mr. Weasley can get all mad about like all this stuff that is happening, and Harry can come in and be like, "And it was me all along." (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. I'm just really invested in WandaVision right now. Okay. Well, All right. that was a, that long was a, weekly profit, a long weekly profit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Is it time? Bring it. For the re- 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 recap. Thank you. You're so welcome. fun story. Uh, the episode after this has the recap I'm supposed to do. So instead, I'm going to lead into Sarah's summary and say, raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens, bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens, brown paper packages tied up with strings. She's still going. <laughs> These are a few of their favorite things. Hey! hey. hey. <laughs> I appreciate you, Kate. Beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> you read that so well. That was I, I literally read it because I didn't know. 
Oh, the lyrics straight up you off my head. Lied to me. Yeah. I thought you knew that. Well, no, like I know them, but like I get really nervous in a situation, so I would have messed it up. So I had to read it. <laughs> I want Katie to read, read me a bedtime story. Yeah, oh, that, God. Was, that was kind of almost ASMR. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Katie's voice is fantastic. That's just so- Katie's same voice. <laughs> Katie's, I'm not quite awake yet. Yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> so today we are going to have a Q&A style episode all about Chris and Ness's favorite things from maybe personal stuff to Harry Potter stuff. And I'm up first. So it doesn't have to be Potter related travel, but what is the favorite place that you have traveled before? Oh, together or whatever. I think whatever it doesn't you want. have to be because we tend to go to the same places over and over again together. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think one of the favorite places I've ever traveled, which was before I met you, was Egypt. Wow, which kind of ties in with the Weasleys. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was in that picture. <laughs> I was edited in. Yeah. So oh was I. <laughs> I think we all were. <laughs> um, yeah, Egypt. It's an amazing place. I love the history, the people. Oh, it's just so beautiful. We Where should is- go. Okay. <laughs> what is oh, that travel? So exciting. What yeah. is travel? <laughs> so, what was your favorite thing that you like saw while you were there? Because I would love to go to Egypt someday um oh gosh there's so much so when I was younger I really wanted to be an Egyptologist I still kind of do <laughs> uh but it's not that easy when you know you don't live in Egypt or <laughs> or you're not willing on. to spend like three months living in a hole in the ground digging yeah. stuff up because yeah. like you watch these programs about Egyptologists and they're like, yep, now I've just left my family behind for six months to come and live <laughs> in this tent by the side of a tomb while I <laughs> scrape around the soil with a trowel day on day. I'd, I'd be okay with that. I don't think you would. <laughs> well, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think if anybody's going to visit Egypt, the place to go would be Luxor, which is kind of like the modern day Thebes which was one of the capitals mm-hmm. and you have most of the stuff around there like the Valley of the Kings and Karnak Temple, Luxor Temple so yeah there it's just full of old stuff yeah yeah that's yeah. really neat <laughs> just for the old stuff I like what about you Chris um I'm I'm slightly biased uh being a Kiwi by birth that mm-hmm. my favorite place that I've ever been is New Zealand. Uh, I don't know if it's cheating to tr- to choose the place that you were born and like no spend way. the first six years of your life Slightly. in. But it's you know I have I have I haven't lived there for thirty years. Um, <laughs> and 30, 31 years actually. Um, so I don't think it really counts as somewhere I know that well anymore. So when I do get to go, and I haven't been in a long time, we were supposed to be going this year, but I think that's yeah. probably now no. off the list. Um, yeah, it's just beautiful, and the country. I mean, it's just it's a it's a beautiful country. The the landscape's 
gorgeous and so diverse, like from the North Island where it's sort of these green rolling lush hills and, you know, beautiful long sandy beaches. And then you've got kind of rainforesty bits. And then obviously on the South Island, you've got the Southern Alps. So it's all mountains and rocks. It's but I mean, it's Lord of the Rings. Literally everything right. you see in yeah. the Rings that isn't CG'd is New Zealand. And it's that diverse. Like yeah. they film so much stuff there. Um, yeah. I don't know if it's worrying that we've both picked places that we haven't been together. Like well, the places we we've been together. Because like, <laughs> when we travel together, we, I mean, we've been together for what seems like forever now. It's only five years. Yeah. Um, but we travel for work. So we go to... Ohio, places you wouldn't necessarily yeah. go sort of if you were like, where should we go for a week? Ohio is not necessarily your sort of your first choice of American. Get it. Yes. Holiday destination uh-huh. if you're a Brit necessarily. Um, but yeah, we tend to go to kind of places that are slightly odd yeah. or very obvious, like Orlando mm. or oh, New York. Right. Yeah. You know, but Salem. like Salem was pretty sick. Salem oh, yeah. was so was lovely. <laughs> Salem, I think. Actually, no, I think Salem might be one of the might be my favorite place we've been together. Yeah, Rockport more yeah. than Salem. But because yeah. we had while we were up there, we just got in the car one day because we we were there. But it was um, Leaky Con in Boston, wasn't it? We were mm-hmm. there for, mm-hmm. and we'd gone out a little bit early and had a sort of mini break in Salem. Mm-hmm. Had an Airbnb and hired a car and just spent a few days on. On, on vacay really yeah. didn't we? um and yeah just one day we were like right what should we do we just thought well we'll just get in the car and just like get lost mm-hmm. i love that so, yeah. yeah so much fun and we ended up in this beautiful little town called rockport which is when nothing was open when nothing was open because it was october so it was massively off season that was blowing a gale and it's yeah. this, like it looks like if the wizarding world had a diagon alley by the mm-hmm. sea it's oh, that's awesome. so cute. Like everyone listening, go and Google images of Rockport now because it's like it's so pretty. It's like this sort of Nordic-inspired little fishing town in Massachusetts, and it's teeny weeny and quite hippie. And I like that. So it was just so beautiful, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was really so beautiful. lovely, and we had a really nice day. And we just drove around and looked at all the big, expensive houses that we could never afford. Yeah, <laughs> I still look at um, like. You know, there's Zillow now. (laughs) (laughs) I love those little hidden gems you stumble upon. Like, that's the best part of any trip that you take. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's always fun doing the sort of the excite, you know, the the standard tourist stuff in Salem, you know, the House of the Seven Gables and the Witch House. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's grand, but, you know, that's where everybody else is as well. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when, when you're sat in a little tiny, like cafe in Rockport, having your clam chowder, yeah, watching the sea smashing against the windows of the cafe. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awesome. Yeah, By the way, that um, that gale you're talking about. So you all went to Salem the day before we did. I think didn't didn't you go as like a big group with LeakyCon people? We didn't. They did. Oh, they d- you didn't. Okay, so the day that all the LeakyCon people went to Salem it was, was gorgeous. The day that we went <laughs> after, half the no, day no. was gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> we got smashed. I think mashed. <laughs> when we were in Rockport. Yeah, I think possibly yeah. it was, yeah. Well, we were outside oh that whole day. <laughs> I, yeah, I might have cried it while we were eating pizza because I was so cold and wet. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't change the day at yeah. all. What was that day, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. 
It that was, was the day before Leaky started. That's right? it. Yeah. 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 I was going to say, though, my favorite thing in Salem was that pickle pizza that we ate. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> it was awesome. Pickle pizza. <gasps> that sounds great. That's it, something I could invest in. It was, it was, it was choice. good. It was very good. I had, I, a, like, a cheeseburger pizza that had pickles on it once. Oh, that, that sounds was, good, too. Yeah, that was mm. good. I love I would pickles. Eat that. Yep. Well, now that we're talking about LeakyCon, we'll go right into my next question. That was a good segue, everyone. <laughs> like we planned it. We really uh, did. <laughs> Favorite LeakyCon moment? And I know you two have been to to more than we have. We've only been to LeakyCon once. Oh, I've done... Uh, you've been twice? I, I think twice. Yeah. And yeah, I've done um, Texas and... Yeah. Texas and, Bol- and Bol- Boston. Boston. Um, oh, <laughs> I think my favourite LeakyCon moment would probably be going back. Oh, actually, I've just said it's my favourite LeakyCon moment. I'm suddenly doubting myself as to whether it was actually a LeakyCon moment. Um, <laughs> That's what happens when you get old. Your memory goes. Well, you, uh, there's, <laughs> there's so many Harry Potter events in America. They start to blur after a while. Um <laughs> Oh, but that being said, I have seen them at LeakyCon, so therefore it does count. It's probably is seeing original Star Kid doing very Potter musical, oh, like oh, before, nice. before the internet found them, and before yeah. Darren Chris became you know the biggest thing in the world. Um, <laughs> and it's it always it still amuses me now that you know I get people on social media going, "Oh my God, have you seen a very Potter musical?" I'm like, "Oh, sweetheart." <laughs> <laughs> I saw it when nobody else knew what it was. Literally this little group of geeks who got together (laughs) at college and put on a funny Harry Potter parody. And then you lot found it and now it's everywhere. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I think that, that was, that was pretty cool. It's funny. It's, it's funny things like that. Like, you know, remembering a million years ago when Darren Chris had asked me to have his photo taken with me not the other way round. <laughs> oh That's awesome. But Leaky's, I mean, Leaky's great. Yeah. Uh, you know, the just the the absolute sense of community and joy and um, togetherness, I think, is, mm-hmm. is a really special thing. It's very unique. Mm-hmm. I really- said after I- Boston, I was like... I don't know what I've been holding back on, like literally my entire life of going to this thing, but I'm never missing another one. (laughs) Yeah. And then they all got canceled. So sorry. I don't know what that means for anybody. (laughs) (laughs) She jinxed it. I'm sorry. (laughs) What about you, Ness? Um... Honestly, I can't remember anything big. I think it's the little interactions you have with people. Yeah. Um, you know, like meeting fans. I, it's always really weird to me that people know who I am. <laughs> like if they come up to the table, I'm like, oh, hi, Ness. I'm like, how do you know my name? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, people know me now. Oh. Um, I remember on the last night of the Boston one, Oh, no, it wasn't. It was, you know, when we had the big party? Yeah. And somebody had handed me, like, a confetti cannon. (laughs) And they were like, we're not supposed to do this, but just set it off at the end of the song. And I was quite drunk because people just kept (laughs) buying me drinks. (laughs) Okay. And then it was really awkward because I was stood on the stage with this confetti cannon 
and I couldn't like set it off <laughs> so I was just stood there like with this confetti cannon like trying to twist it <laughs> and in the end I just gave it to someone because I was like I can't <laughs> do this but I'd literally been stood on the stage for like two minutes just fiddling with this cannon <laughs> like what's that person doing <laughs> yeah it was really awkward but <laughs> yeah, that would happen to me like yeah it's it's fun isn't it it's like just these the, just the random the randomness of it all and the kind of the sheer brilliance of some of the like the cosplay you see oh my God. Uh, mm. you're like how did you even think of that yeah. like how yeah. what goes through your mind where you're like i'm going to cosplay page 396 of the you know like and then they do it so well like they're so are talented like it's just mind-blowing to me because i'm not that talented it just looks (laughs) awesome i got to judge the competition in boston and it was so hard because i was like (laughs) all of these costumes are amazing and now i have to pick one of you that's the best and i just want all the first place. Yeah. That would be me. I'd be like, you're all too good, so I don't know. Fight amongst <laughs> yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just throw it in the air and see whoever gets it. <laughs> yeah, LeakyCon has some really great, like, just little moments. Everybody's so happy, and it's infectious. Mm-hmm. And um, the trading of, like, the little ribbons and oh, stuff. God. It's so fun. The ribbons, oh, the ribbons. How many? Mind, I, hang on, let me just uh, talk amongst yourselves. Have, you have you not seen the picture of me with um? I got that many ribbons, like I laid them on the floor, and it was taller than me. Oh. <laughs> I, so, I did I not I did really. I didn't really know the popularity of the ribbons until we got there, and I was like, right. I mm-hmm. wish I had made yeah. some. I was like, I was not prepared. <laughs> It was so for those of you who don't know about the ribbons and what we're talking about. So people come to LeakyCon with like um, ribbons that they create with like little sayings on them. They're different colors um, and you trade them and you like put them on. You have a lanyard with like a card. So like uh, us at Swish, we had like press passes. So we stuck them on the back of those and we didn't know about it until like very last minute. It was basically so last minute I couldn't order some to come in in time. Yeah. 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 Every year I keep meaning to take some. And next time I go to LeakyCon, I'm going to take my own ribbons to dole out. Mm-hmm. That's like my, but it's, it's, it seems to be a uniquely, I say it's probably now a uniquely LeakyCon thing. There used to be another group called, um, Harry Potter education fan on HPEF who used to do not quite leaky con sized events but big Harry Potter events and more slightly more academic than sort of mm. fan not yeah more academic than the sort of the celebrity aspect they didn't have the sort of the special guests quite so much there were more kind of um that have yeah academics from you know wherever coming to do lectures about sort of various themes within harry potter all the literal literary things and this that and the other it was, it was great but they used to do ribbons as well um oh, nice. uh, but yeah it seems to be it now seems to be a uniquely leaky thing and i, yeah. I kind of I, yeah i kind of love it uniquely leaky i love that <laughs> i'll have to pass that one on to them they can have that <laughs> put that on a ribbon <laughs> okay this one i'm really excited about 
<laughs> favorite video game. Oh God, no, <laughs> don't do this because <laughs> <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Chris has been playing this game for ages and like I can't get him off it. I haven't seen him for months. <laughs> so oh, here we go. <laughs> I'm not much a video game player. Never really have been. I never had it like I never had a console growing up i never had like a sega mega aging myself here never had a sega mega drive or a (laughs) super nintendo or any of that um and we bought a ps4 yeah a couple of years ago now Um, you bought it for me i did yes and you played it a few times um um, uh, but I, i i always used to love like sim city games and you know things like that on the computer not on the mm-hmm. console i used to have yeah things like that and theme hospital and you know i never was, i was never really into the sims but like building things programs loved them um so during lockdown i rediscovered my love of roller coaster tycoon <laughs> there and, you go ah <laughs> uh, so i found that there was the roller coaster tycoon 3 had been like put back out for mac so i downloaded that onto my apple um onto my onto my macbook pro and have been playing that and kind of and got through all the challenges and kind of was starting to feel a bit like yeah so i kind of run out of this one now um and then discovered that there's this new game called planet coaster which is essentially roller coaster tycoon but now so with now graphics and like now abilities and it's not all square and chunky and pixelated (laughs) and like I can't get it to run on my computer because it's like it's such an in-depth game that you need like a full-on two thousand dollar gaming pc to even consider it uh but they've just released it on uh ps uh, on yeah on console so I got it for the ps4 which isn't quite as good apparently but it's fine for me and it is literally it's so good it is so good <laughs> and so like in depth like I love it. I absolutely love it. But, to the point at which I've started having, I've started like sitting and watching YouTube videos yeah. of people building yes. cars. That's, that's how in depth. I I've came got. downstairs this morning and had to sit through an hour of this guy like building a park on YouTube, and I was like, okay, great. Okay. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love how excited you are about it. That's so great. That's. I mean, video. I'm games- terrible at it. I'm so terrible. So because I think because I'm so used to like playing roller coaster tycoon which is such a wonderful game but it's also 20 odd years old now roller coaster yeah. tycoon 3 and like you have you, you can only build in squares and it's so clunky and of its time that like trying to move over to a piece of software that is essentially the same thing but with the abilities of a computer game now Mm-hmm. and like it, it thinks so much more like you you know you can't just build a queue to a ride you have to decorate it and theme it otherwise your customers in the park get bored of being in line and they complain and they don't like the part and it's just it's so complicated and the rides you have to get the banking right on the rides and oh god it's so complicated it's such a hard life (laughs) what happens when you're a actor in lockdown with no work (laughs) video games have been such an outlet for people during this time like Mm -hmm. animal crossing when that came out that um, there were studies done about people's mental health that helped us so much. Why, why are you pointing at me? Because that's your that's been your crack, isn't it, for the last year? Like, <laughs> yeah, a bit. 
Sometimes so I'm, I'll be on and I'll see like Ness logs in and I'm like, ooh, Ness is playing. <laughs> <laughs> I see you as well. I'm like, oh, Tish playing Super Mario. Cool. <laughs> oh, God. Don't look at the hours I've spent on games. <laughs> it's embarrassing. You can see. Oh, my Lord. Megan. I'm sorry. I've spent a lot of time on Animal Crossing this past year, okay? I think I'm almost up to 500 hours. <laughs> that's a lot. Okay. It yeah, stops, cool. by the way, it's probably more than that because it only ca- it only like remembers so many up to 500. Oh my oh god. god. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. You don't really have a real count. <laughs> yeah. I'm Animal Crossing it was my was my savior in 2020. Yeah. To be fair, like I I don't really play video games. Like uh, I don't get obsessed like you do. I I just I like once I start doing something I want to just keep going until I've finished it. Yeah. yeah. That's how I do um, too. Like I did Red Dead Redemption. Oh. And I yeah. love Red Dead Redemption. Um and I had been playing that until I discovered well, until I rediscovered Rollercoaster Tycoon, and then I was like, I was playing Red Dead Two for the second time, so I was like, Nah, I, I, I can leave that for a bit now. I was like, just, I was just kind of trying to get through other things that I'd missed the first time round, like you know, all the sort of little side quests and bits and bobs that you're kind of supposed to pick up against the, you know, not not part of the main storyline. It's like you know when you got to go and find all these other little random things, and it's like, wow, well, I'm going to try and do those. But then I discovered Planet Coaster, and now I just want to build theme parks. For the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah. Have fun. So happy about that one. <laughs> yeah. We're just very lucky we have two like two TVs in different rooms. Yeah. Aren't we? <laughs> well, to be true. fair, like I have the switch light, so I don't even use the TV. Yeah, no, true. But then you can just sit and watch your YouTube makeup tutorials. That's that's your yeah. guilty pleasure, isn't it? It is a bit, yeah. Yeah, no, anim- I play in Animal Crossing, which I I I started my island, my first island, because I restarted like a year ago. But I kind of like, I just felt because my best friend like set me up with so much stuff when I first started. I was like, oh, okay, but like, I kind of want to do this for myself. Yeah. Like, I want to be able to not fish because I don't have a fishing rod, which sounds stupid. But <laughs> I was just like, ugh. And then I got like so fell out of love with it for a while. And then I restarted my island. And now I'm about know, a month in. And I'm really enjoying it again, actually. Oh, good. Yes. Well, yeah. you know, now you're a theme park widow. You've got more time. I, I do. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's so good. Oh, my gosh. My husband feels that way when I play Breath of the Wild. I love that game. I love all Zelda games, though, so those are my favorite. Oh, have you played um, Spirit Fairer? That's really good. Mm-hmm. I haven't. Oh my god, it's so cute. Is you it Zelda esque? Not really. It's kind of like you turn into the person who like ferries the dead to their next resting place. Oh, but it, it's okay. so cute, and like you have to look after these animals and like make sure their last wishes are all done and then you have to like take them to the other side but it's actually really sad when they leave I'm like why I treated you so well why do you want to leave me (laughs) (laughs) oh I like that I I played it through once and then I couldn't do it again because I got too sad (laughs) (laughs) that sounds like a sad game all right well my questions are over 
Moving on. This is a good question, though. What's your favorite thing to drink? <gasps> Adult. Oh, is that what you meant? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just would be like water. It, you Wait, know, who, cares? Who, cares? who cares? Who cares about regular drinks? Do you mean like drink, drink, or like alcohol? Yeah, I'm guessing Tiffany wrote this question. I stole it from her. So yes, I'm guessing she wants to know what your favorite adult beverage is. I think that's a great oh. question to get to know someone. I think if it's just like someone's like, oh, what do you want to drink? My default is just gin and tonic. Mm. I had that default. last night. <laughs> but, oh, gosh. If I was like, if I could have anything, mm-hmm. um, whiskey, scotch. I love scotch. But wow. I don't, I don't really drink that much. No. No, neither of us really do, do we? No. I haven't, we're so boring. I actually haven't had alcohol since January. But, yeah, so, we're so boring, mate. That's all right. <laughs> I don't drink a lot either. Yeah, scotch. But we have like an enormous amount of alcohol, and we don't even yeah. drink. <laughs> we went. To, it went. We went through that phase a few years ago, of quite enjoying gin, and then everyone found out that we quite enjoyed gin. So they just bought us. They gin. bought us gin, and now we have like every birthday, every Christmas. And it's taken a while to kind of get people <laughs> to go. Look, we not being funny guys we don't drink that much like yeah. we'll, have, we'll have a drink every now and then especially but this year especially like I kind of I don't know I, I enjoy a drink as like an, a reward at the end of the day and this this year being what it's been there's kind of been no kind there's of no reward there's, no, there's been nothing <laughs> there's to nothing kind of to reward. I've been I've not done anything like it's not like oh I need to sit down and have a nice glass of wine it's like yeah yeah. If I if I if I wanted to sit down and have a nice relaxing glass of wine, I could have been starting to do that at ten o'clock in the morning, and that's probably <laughs> not a great idea. Yeah, um, I get that. very true. Just not <laughs> fancied it really. But I mean, tonight we've got your mum coming over for Sunday lunch, so mm. we might have a drink then. Yeah. But it, yeah, we just I don't know. It's like everyone's going, oh, I can't wait for the summer. All the bars are going to open again, and we can go out. And I'm like, why? <laughs> that's how I do feel. like I'm a like, drink. Yeah. The life of an introvert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'd much rather stay at home with like a nice whiskey and it's have cheaper. to go out. Yeah, it's cheaper, and you don't have to see people you don't want to see. Company. My husband took this time during like quarantine to um, learn how to make different cocktails. So we've been kind of adventuring with with that, and he's getting really good at it. So. Well, if he wants to come to Wales. <laughs> I'm sure he would. We were talking last night about going to, we were like, we just want to go somewhere together. Let's go to Ireland. Let's go to Italy. And it's like, uh, when? <laughs> Never. <laughs> In the future, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, when it's allowed. We will. We will come and see you. And I, he's a, he's a great cook. He, he makes great drinks. We'll just hang out. Oh, there you go. You, you two can cook. And me and Tiff will drink. That sounds, yeah, that sounds about right. I think it would be perfect. Yeah. So the next question is, so I've gotten back into reading a lot. um, And I want to know, like, what, either, like, what's your favorite book you've ever read? Or, like, what's a book that you would recommend to someone to read? Like, you have to read this book kind of thing. Ooh. I think I know what you're going to say. Do you? Yeah. Night Circus. Oh, yeah. Night Circus. I, I read last year and absolutely loved. Um, and I have that I, I know- on my bookshelf. It's great, um, and I believe David Heyman has the film option for it, which mm. is interesting. Um, it's one of those books that's really hard to describe, but like the 
imagery in it is so beautiful and it's so vivid that it, it's it's just glorious. It's really really glorious. I've been re- I've been reading loads this year as well, Sarah. Um, and you both have actually. Yeah, I mean, I I, gen- I generally read pretty trashy fiction, <laughs> to be honest. I've, Nothing wrong I, with that. <laughs> there's a, you know there's, that's absolutely no shade against John Grisham, but I've read most of his collected works this year. I think <laughs> just because I enjoy quite. I just enjoy an easy read. I mm-hmm. enjoy something that's like. Yeah. I yeah. don't need to. I'm not. I don't need to remember what I was thinking about three hours ago. This is, you know, mm-hmm. don't have to be referencing footnotes about stuff. Um, so I've been enjoying that. I'm reading the book. I'm reading at the moment is um, called The Thursday Murder Club by a guy called Richard Osman, who's a TV producer actually in the UK and and presenter and presenter now as well. Yeah, he's. Um, we've got a show called Pointless, which is a bit like Family Feud but backwards. Um, I was on I was on the celebrity one, darling, a couple of years ago. Um, <laughs> but basically, you have, instead of coming up with the answer that the most people came up with, you have to come up with the answer that the least Ooh, people came up with. I um, like the sound of it. It's That's... great. It's a it's really it's a really really popular quiz show over here. Um, it's been doing really really well actually, yeah. hasn't it? Um, but yeah, Richard Osman is the producer on that, and he's like sort of he's the the guy who sits behind the desk with the computer and gives you all the really interesting information about the answer you've just given. Um, <laughs> but he's very very funny and has written this actually really great, cozy, fun murder mystery book about a load of people at an old folks, you know, like one of those sort of retirement homes mm-hmm. who have who get together on a Thursday and try to solve dead sort of basically solve cold cases um and then they kind of end up in the middle of a live murder investigation and i'm yeah i'm about i don't know about my kindle tells me i'm about 65 percent through (laughs) so uh, yeah it's great it's really it's got really kind of gentle sense of humor to it which is quite nice um i've read i've read a load of bill bryson this year as well i'm a big fan of bill bryson's travel writing um travel writing because we can't go anywhere yeah (laughs) yeah you're just living through him. Um, mm-hmm. Again, it's funny. It's very it got a very dry sense of humour to it. Um, mm-hmm. It's a bit dated now because, like, most of his travel stuff he did in, I don't know, like, the, the mid-90s, I guess. So, yeah. like, I, and I read loads of it back at the time. Um, but, yeah, rereading it now and you kind of, especially the ones about Britain and Europe and there's one about America as well, actually. But the... Um, Australia as well. Australia, yeah. But you kind of, if you if you know the places even vaguely, you're like, oh yeah, that's not at all 2020, is it? <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that's definitely 1996. Yeah. yeah, you know, sort of random references to shops that you just know don't exist anymore. Mm. You know, <laughs> yeah. Woolworths. Woolworths being the example over here. Um, what have I read recently? I started to get back into reading this year. Mm. When I was younger. Everyone used to call me Matilda because I always had a book. And I even had, like, the haircut, the same haircut that Mara Wilson had. Yeah. Um, yeah, the last year I've read quite quite a few. One I read recently that was really good and I didn't want to put it down. You know when you're reading at night and he usually finishes before me. So I'm like, oh, I have to finish this chapter now. I wanted to read more. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> um, was uh, Memoirs of a Geisha. Oh, okay. okay. So it's it's fiction, but it takes into account like a lot of the realities of being a geisha in Gion in the early 1900s. 
It's really interesting. Um, there was a film of it, wasn't there? There was. I haven't mm-hmm. seen the film. Um, I saw the film when it came out. I think I was in high school. It was a long time. Yeah, yeah, I saw. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think if I went with an adult or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do why do I think? Why do I think it's got some very odd casting in it? Probably. Am I confusing it with something else? I don't know. He's looking at. I'm looking at. I up. think that it was like nominated it was. for awards. Oh wow! I was in high school. Oh uh, no, it's not the one I'm thinking of. What's the one I'm thinking of? Something. I did see it at the cinema, but there's another, I think there was another one that came around the same time that had Michael Caine in it that was a bit Mark like, Copeland. why is Michael <laughs> Caine in this film? No, um, it's a really good book, especially if you're interested in Japanese history and, you know, the whole geisha world. That's cool. Just, I think because when I read it, I thought it was, um, what's the one that's real? Fiction. Fiction's real. No, no non-fiction. Non-fiction. I thought it was... Fiction's fake. There we go. Non-fiction is not fake. That's what I always tell my students. <laughs> right, yeah. Pretend I'm in preschool with Tiff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, when I started reading it, I thought it was non-fiction for some reason. I don't know why. And then I read like a couple chapters and I was like, oh, wait, no, this is fiction. And then I thought I was going to be really upset because I was like, oh, this is so good. But actually, it's, yeah, it's a really good book if you have the time to read it. Mm. The Michael Caine one I'm thinking of, incidentally, is The Quiet American, which okay. was <laughs> peculiar. It's got Brendan Fraser. Yeah, Brendan it was Fraser. very it was it was a little bit of a peculiar film. I can't remember exactly what it's about, but it's sort of got Just don't um, hate on Brendan Fraser and we'll be fine. Oh, it's about a guy enjoying enjoying his life in Same. Saigon working as a reporter for the London Times. I just remember it. Even even in 2002, when I didn't know an awful lot about it, and I don't think anybody really thought about it so much, thinking, this is a little bit whitewashed. This mm. is a little bit like yeah. how, the, how the white people see the Asian culture. It's like, mm. this isn't good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I was, yeah, that was a few years before, man. I was like, I must be getting them mixed up in my brain. It's yeah. getting older, told yeah, it's, you. It's age. It's age and having nothing to do. It's going slightly bonkers. It is hard, like, at the minute, I think, when you're having to concentrate on something, because I haven't had to concentrate on anything for so long because of lockdown. My brain's like, why are you trying to test me? It's going to be it's going to be really interesting when we go back to doing what, quote-unquote, normal jobs. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've not had a normal job for over a year now. So going back to doing... And my work is predominantly involving lots of people being very much in my personal space for very yeah. you know it's going to be it's going to be interesting and exhausting i think yeah yeah, yeah. it will be sure. yeah it'll be it'll be, a, it'll be nice to get out of the house it'll be nice to get out of the house <laughs> so my next question is i once had a guy asking this and i was like this is the best question ever so now i ask it to everyone <laughs> what is your favorite dinosaur Therizinosaurus. That was quick. What did you say? Therizinosaurus. I think that's how you say it. They don't have weird names. You don't know how to say it, do you? No. Somebody <laughs> asked me this on an Instagram Q&A thing the other day, actually. Oh, really? um, Or Twitter or something. But they asked it in full in, in block capitals, which I felt... I don't know if I'm the only person, but it's like, why are you shouting at me? Yeah. What's your favourite dinosaur? <laughs> Answer the question. Um... My favourite dinosaur is Littlefoot from Land Before Time. 
Yes. That's awesome. I love when I when I was a kid. I mean you dodged the question, but okay. I think he's a diplodocus. Yeah. Give us the real When I was a kid, I loved watching that movie. Um, because the one dinosaur they call her Sarah because she's a triceratops. And then I watched it as an adult and I remember her being my favorite one. Then I watched it as an adult and I was like, I'm like, she's so mean. And then you were like, oh my God, I am her. I ever saw in a cinema. And I remember, I I still remember it. I was like four or five, I think. And it was, it was when we were living in New Zealand. I'd gone with my godmom, Auntie Carol, to the cinema in Auckland. And it got to the bit where Sharptooth came on, the Tyrannosaurus Rex. And I, I, I remember... I screamed and hid under the seat for the rest of the film. I think I had to be. I think I had to be taken out. Like I don't think we made it through. (laughs) That is scary. He has red eyes. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't think I'd been to. I don't think I'd been to a cinema before. So the idea of this enormous, like, (laughs) building-sized T Rex, like, (laughs) it's a little bit much. My delicate little. At least it wasn't three D. Yeah. Oh my god. Would have been over for you. Therizinosaurus is because it has like these really big Freddy Krueger claw hands. It look it's like a normal dinosaur, and then it has like these massive Freddy Krueger arms. It's so cool. Not like a T Rex where it has tiny little arms. No, so Therizinosaurus can make beds. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he might scratch up the sheet, but he can make the bed. I love it. I love it so much. I just always go back to thinking of that dinosaur from. Meet the Robinsons, where he goes, I have a big head and little arms. Yeah, arms. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's the thing. Like, if you're ever upset, just think of a T-Rex trying to make a bed and you'll feel better. That's, That's the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> like, trying to, trying to do a fitted sheet. Can you imagine? <laughs> I can't do a fitted sheet. You could just watch me try. That's pretty much the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. I have a simple this or that question. Uh, and it is Disney World or Universal Studios. That's oh. not a simple question. <laughs> it's not at all, you liar. You liar. You are a liar. <laughs> I'm a Slytherin, uh, so, you know, it's fine. That's true. <laughs> sneaky, sneaky. It's a difficult one because yeah. every time I think I answer it, like... Every time someone asks me this question, I give a different answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to say Universal. But I'm I with I reserve the right to change my mind because we haven't been to for a start we haven't been to Animal Kingdom. No, we haven't. Oh, oh my god, it's my favorite park. <laughs> like it's the one. It's the one we've just not quite managed to get to for so... whatever reason. I think because whenever we go, we're going to some something that's usually got an event surrounding Universal Studios for obvious Wizarding World reasons. Um, so when we've been to Orlando we kind of always end up tagging Disney on mm-hmm. and we've never quite had enough time. Like you can just about do magic kingdom and Epcot in like a day and a bit mm-hmm. a day, probably if you've been a few times and cause we haven't done animal kingdom. We just haven't had the time yeah. to kind of do it, I think. So that'll be next time. Yeah. And that being said, like every time I think I'm like, Oh no, it's definitely universal. Like Disney have just added the star Wars galaxy's edge thing. And I'm like, I will probably read. I'm not that much of a Star Wars fan, but I will probably really like that bit of the park. And, yeah. you know, and that will probably sway me over. But I yeah. think it's probably universal. That being said, 
Blue Man Group are leaving Universal City Walk, which might take yeah. it way down in my estimations. So yeah, mm. um, I'm gonna say Disney World, just because. That's right. That's right. Uh, <laughs> 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 Only because of two rides. Which is the Haunted Mansion and Tower of Terror. <laughs> oh, and there was me thinking you were going to say the Car- Carousel of Progress. I love the Carousel of oh Progress. My God. So good. I love it's it. It's a too. great big beautiful tomorrow. <laughs> I love that ride. <laughs> it's a wonderful ride. Oh, we I'm took our friend on it who's, who's got a fear of mannequins and oh, no yeah. animatronics. No mannequins and animatronics, but yeah. yeah. Oh my god! I've, I've, my hand has never hurt so much when we went on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride with her. Oh, like no. she crushed my hand. She did not enjoy most of Disney. I don't think. <laughs> I was going to say Disney is probably not the best place to go if you don't like animatronics <laughs> at all. Yeah. Do you want to hear a sad fact? I have never been to Disney World. Oh my god! <gasps> you have to tip. It is amazing. You know, someday. We're working on changing it. Yes. Well, yeah. LeakyCon yeah. Orlando 2022. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They better Maybe come we because... could go to Animal Kingdom together. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just because, we'll just know. stay for like a week and we can all go and have a big old Disney holiday. Can well, I can I have say I've only just noticed Chris's head behind Katie? <laughs> oh god. Oh, super fans. <laughs> Wait, what happened? Oh, oh yeah. No, okay. Yes. So, so I framed that one because it was my favorite saying that you wrote on all of the little on all the headshots that you wrote. You put seventh best Weasley and I was like that is just I just love it. So it it made the wall. Yeah. You're up there with Dumbledore. Yeah, very, no. Very, very honored. Between yeah. Matt Lewis and Tom Felton, right? Good company. Yeah. <laughs> I was so awkward whenever we met Matt Lewis because I like I like to have I have this thing where I just like I like all of the seventh movie posters signed. If I'm gonna meet somebody, I want like that set. Yeah. And and then I I usually will like ask them to write a quote. And of course, the quote that I asked him to write, he then told me, he's like, that is my least favorite line. And I was like, <laughs> oh. And you were like, yes, but I'm paying your money. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it was, wait, what is it? Oh, yeah. You and whose army? It's so funny. Like, I thought oh, it was, it was so, so stupid. He's like, that was so lame. And I'm like, yeah. It did. It did feel silly to me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was, but like it made me laugh, you know? Like that's why Yeah. You're in the I middle of the war it. and I can giggle. I, was right. like, I mean yeah. he's definitely he's definitely got worse lines than that. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um Oh goodness. Well, if anybody's wondering, I too would pick Disney World. Yeah, so we were we were wondering. We were, we yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And you know, LeakyCon twenty twenty two, we we have a guest room. You can extend as long as you want to. We literally live here now. As long as you like cats. As long as you like cats. I I like cats. Cats don't like me. Cats love me. Oh, Oh, these cats will like Nessa. They will love you. Same Nessa. I'm like cats are fine. I I enjoy a cat, but every single cat that I come into contact with is like Yeah. It's just, I don't know. They just look at me and they're like, I know you like dogs better. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, 
I love you all equally, but literally the same. (laughs) If you give Iggy a treat, he is your friend for life. Literally, that's all it takes. You you shake the little bribe jar. And he's your best friend forever. Oh, you have a you have a bribe jar too. So do we? Yes. <laughs> it says bribes on it. Yeah. Ours doesn't work though because if I shake the bribe jar near Stanley, he's like, "What do you need me to do? I'm getting out of here." <laughs> he's yeah, like, he's right. too smart now. This means it's like spot on day or worming treatment or yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they get too smart. Fuzzy Fozzie expects treats like from doing anything like I'll come downstairs to do my workout in the morning. Well, he thinks when we go back upstairs, oh, I did your workout with you. I get a treat. And I'm like, no, you didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany, he kept on company. He did. He's so sweet. He's like, all I did was downward dog. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Very good at it. All right. So my next question is, what is your favorite, or I guess, who is your favorite Disney character? I like this question. This is hard. Mm. It is. It is taking me a long time. Is this original Disney, or does this encapsulate (laughs) everything that's now under the Disney? Yeah. Does it include Pixar? Like me. So I usually. Because theoretically, King George the Third from Hamilton is now a Disney character. This is true. That I mean, qualifies. Were um, you thinking more animated? I was. Yeah, I was thinking like classic animated. Oh, classic! Ah, uh, uh, okay. Um, like, don't include different. Pixar. Like Disney oh. animation, you know. So I can't say oh, Jack Skellington. God damn it! Okay. Um, <laughs> oh god. I, I I'm going. I'm going to go full classic go and on. also fully the campest thing ever and go for the Wicked Queen from Snow White. Just yes. because she is such a Wicked Queen. She is. Um, right. Ass Queen. Oh my yeah. gosh. It's, Alana it's... goes, what's that lady doing? And I'm like, I don't know. She's being mean. Why? She's just, it's such a fabulous vampy character. Yeah. And like, great. considering it's well, I mean, it's nearly 100. It's 90 odd years old, isn't it? Like, 1936? Oh my god, yeah. Oh, wow. Wait a minute. Oh, yeah. It's so old. It is. So, it's 30... 37. 1937. Wow. So, yeah, it's getting on somewhat. Uh-huh. And it's still... It's still so good. Yeah. I mean, Snow White's voice is terrifying but like (laughs) um but yeah no the queen is she's just such a such a sort of campy vampy glorious evil witch it's just it's just fabulous yeah yeah Yeah. i love her outfits yeah she just looks fabulous it's when she's like going down the spiral stairs and that cloak is like yes yes. Very oh, good. God. I'm trying to think classic Disney. Well, I've got someone in my head, but I don't think they're classic Disney. Just say it. Just say it. Lilo and Stitch isn't classic Disney, no. is it? No. no, but I'll take it. I love <laughs> okay. Stitch. So, um, the sister Na- Nani? Don't ask me. I've not actually seen it. What? what? Nani. 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 I love Nani. She's I just amazing. think she's like the best sister on earth. I love her. Like, she's so protective and loving yeah i just love nani yeah yeah lilo and stitch came out when i was working in a cinema so you should have seen it uh, yeah but like i had no 
it was uh, yeah it's, it was it was a it's one of those films that has memories of a lot of clearing up popcorn <laughs> <laughs> and therefore i resent everybody who went to see it and i never wanted to see it. <laughs> well we're gonna watch it so it's a good one okay. oh boy <laughs> Well, you haven't seen it, so we have to watch yeah, it. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm down for that. Good. I, I like your guys' answers for those because that's very, like, non-conventional answers. Like, I think that's very cool because you don't hear a whole lot of people saying the evil queen from Snow White. But Usually people go Maleficent. She's a major yeah. evil queen. Yeah. But I think it's just because it's Chris's dream to be an evil queen, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And also, <laughs> I've... I've I've done three pantomimes of Snow White, so it's it's a it's a favorite story for me anyway. Yeah. I so. enjoy Snow White. Oh, well, no. I just remembered my other favorite character, but it's not classic either. Say it, Mulan. Oh, oh yeah, Mulan. Oh, she's so many more classic. Yeah, I agree. I would yeah. say Mulan. I mean, she's like part of the Renaissance era of Disney animation. Yeah, she's yeah. just so. That whole film's amazing, and oh. The songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Let's get down to oh, Donny Osmond. <laughs> Come on, Donny Osmond. <laughs> That's yeah. one of my husband's favorite Disney movies too. He he loves Mulan. I'm gonna get on with your husband. <laughs> <laughs> we will be friends. I think Aladdin's mine, but it's that's like love Aladdin. Love Aladdin. Yeah, and I think that's that's just I don't know whether that's a generational thing. That was the one that was like when I was the I was the right age for it yeah when it came out mm-hmm. and it's Robin Williams so. yeah right I, yeah. Robin Williams can't go wrong with him I watched it so much as a kid the VHS broke oh, <laughs> oh we all have with the Little Mermaid with us we broke two of them we watched it Love so it. much uh, oh Jesus it's my it's turn. turn okay so lately I I mean my whole life it's been around for 25 years um, it's the twenty yeah. it's the twenty fifth anniversary of Pokemon. of Pokemon, and I've recently yeah. reignited my passion of it. So I don't know if you guys are that familiar with it, or even just baseline familiar. But do you have a favorite Pokemon? I do. This is totally out of my ballpark. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have heard of them. I still love you. It's okay. Can, Can you, you name just one? Name one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, this is like Sarah. <laughs> I, I've got um, isn't there one? There's Patterson. one called Jigglypuff, isn't there? There yeah. you go. <laughs> and um, yeah, there's others that I've just forgotten the names of. But yes. Well, you named one. That's a start. Yeah, uh, I'm proud yeah. of you. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. And Ash, he's from Pokemon, isn't he? He is. Yeah. yeah. Ash, that's, catch him. <laughs> that's about the extent of my knowledge. When I was younger, I thought his oh name was God, Ash what's Ketchup. What's that? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not my, not my area. No. Um, I kind of grew up watching the original series of Pokemon, so I watched it more than I played it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I did when I was little. I did have a little Nintendo, and I had Pokemon on that. I've actually got a Pokemon game on my. Nintendo DS, mm-hmm. which I think is Pokemon Silver, mm-hmm. but um, <laughs> it's stupid. But my favorite Pokemon is Magikarp. <laughs> That's not <laughs> only, stupid. <laughs> only because he is literally the underdog. Everyone's like, "Oh my god, Magikarp! What a stupid animal! Uh, stupid Pokemon!" And then Just you know you he's like, "Yeah," and then he evolves into Gyarados. So it's <laughs> yeah. like, you know. Oh my gosh! It's so I, funny. Say that I love that. I actually was playing um, 
Pokemon Let's Go Eevee the other day, and there was just a Magikarp flopping on the ground. Yes. And I was like, I put it in my Instagram story. I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know why this is happening. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody put it back in the water. Oh. Is that, I was going to say, is that the fish thing? Yeah. <laughs> it's the orange the one fish. that literally does nothing. He just flops Flash. What did it, I just I got sold. in a battle with a Magikarp yesterday because I'm playing Pokemon Shield on Switch and it wouldn't let me run away from it. I was like, what are you going to do? Splash me again? Like, <laughs> what? I think, I think its signature move is something like Swift Swim, which is <laughs> really helpful Magikarp, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I put one on my team this time, and when I caught it, it like literally says like this Pokemon is useless. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> Give it no, time. Yeah, evolve what? him. Wait, 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 wait that evolve. Twenty. 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 Yeah. That's it. It evolves at twenty. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, but then you get Gyarados, mm-hmm. so. and he's like Gyarados. super ba. Water yeah. and dragon, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen to us go on. <laughs> Chris is just like, what is going on? I'm the same yeah. here. I know nothing. <laughs> um. Okay. I. This is the last of our questions of before ours. we're just going to pull a handful from Discord and then wrap it up. Okay. I feel like you can tell a lot about a person from this question, but you, I need you to describe your perfect pizza. <gasps> Ooh. Ooh. We eat a lot of pizza. We so do eat a lot. I mean, it's delicious. Got to be honest, like that pickle pizza you were talking about. Mm, <laughs> I think it uh, might have been one of the top five pizzas I've ever eaten. Wow. Do you want to go first? I've eaten a lot of pizza in my life. This is going to take a I while. I know. It's very serious. This um, is a serious subject for us. It is. I, I can talk it. about pizza all, all And like day. also your favorite it's, style. It's a, yeah, that, that was where this I was going to come thing. on. I was like, thin, thin crust stone bake. I love a thin crust stone bake. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. like crispy. But yes, it depends. Like, I like if it's the summer or if you're in Italy, mm-hmm. proper, you know, stone baked, thin crust, well, fresh is... ingredients, nice bit of prosciutto, bit of mozzarella. If some... you dream pizza, you put whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, but that's that's what I want. It's something really kind of fresh and zingy mm. and you know full of flavor and you know natural ingredients but then if I'm in New York I want something that's literally going to dribble grease down my face yeah, yeah. like <laughs> yes really doughy really greasy you know like run by the mafia but I think yeah but, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no I, I think yeah thin crust stone baked um Mozzarella, mm-hmm. prosciutto, mm-hmm. maybe even some rocket. That's a oh. that's arugula for you, lot. I yeah. just had um, a pizza that you're describing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was so, so good. It was what was was it? Mo- it was mozzarella, prosciutto, I don't know what was, and prosciutto arugula, and, and red mm. onion, and with a with a garlic like a garlic sauce, like a garlic oh, nice. white sauce. It was very good. Yeah. The thing is, then though, crust. <laughs> Yeah, I think we're going to kind of describe the same pizza because for me it would be like tomato base mm. with cherry tomatoes, mm-hmm. mozzarella, mm. prosciutto, and arugula. That, mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. Maybe a bit of a tiny bit of balsamic glaze. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I do, I do really like like a really good quattro formaggio as well. Like, yeah, you do. Yeah, well, but good. with good cheese. Good, yeah. good cheeses. Yeah. Ricotta, I had a really nice one. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Mm-hmm. I had a really lovely one once that came with a um, like with a fried egg 
on the top, Ooh. which was amazing, which you would hate. I would hate that. But... <laughs> I would also hate that. I, I would try it. I just hate eggs. Shine on me. Yeah. I just hate I'm eggs. Angelic. Yeah, I don't know how you can hate eggs. It's a chicken period. That's how I can hate eggs. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And does that answer the question? Yeah. 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 Like, that was so in depth. This is very serious. I now pizza really want pizza, and we've got roast dinner. I know. You know, but that roast also dinner pizza sounds fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just went and picked it up. It's it's the first time we've like done something. Aww. Posh posh during lockdown there's a really really posh hotel like 10 minutes away from us that we'd never have ever afforded to go and eat at and no. we'd never want to because it's you know we like it, our comfort foods we like we? our comforts but also it's it's like it's a it's a big golf hotel they had the pga there which i think is a great big deal barack obama stayed there no barack obama did not stay there oh. um <laughs> he went there biden stayed there i think Oh, there we go. Um, when he we went there, we then. had the NATO summit just, oh, like in okay. Cardiff a few years ago, and yeah, I think pretty sure, yeah, I'm pretty sure Biden stayed at. I know Barack Obama went. went there. Yeah, they had some of the yeah. meetings there and stuff, but it's yeah, it's this big, really fancy five star resort, golf resort hotel that's full of people who you know want to be seen at a posh, fancy five, and it's yeah, not really our scene, no. um, but. Obviously, because they've been shut for the last year, pretty much, mm-hmm. and not been able to do anything. They've got like they've got several restaurants there, but they've started doing um, uh, collect, pick up and collect and heat at home posh That's meals. Cute. So we, yeah, because it's Mother's Day next weekend here. Yeah. Um, okay. We're having we're having early Mother's Day lunch with my dinner, I suppose, with my mum today. Yeah. So That's I went to pick nice. that up this morning, and it looks really good. I saw it in the fridge. I was like, "Oh, <laughs> that sounds delightful." <laughs> that does yeah. sound really good. And we don't have to dress up to eat it. I can sit in my pajamas, yeah. and <laughs> like five star roast dinner. That's the be- that's literally the best part. Just being comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm starving. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I am going to pull a couple questions from the lightning bolt questions that our listeners sent us in discord um and kendra asks hi kendra hey kendra going back to theme park talk here what is your favorite place or ride in the wizarding world in universal good question my favorite place is Ollivander's, just because i think if i was a witch I would love to be a wand keeper. Ooh. Even says like if you, I think you guys are friends with me on Facebook. If you go on my Facebook, it says I work in Ollivander's as a wand keeper. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, that's my favorite place. I just think it's so magical, and that's the first place we met you guys. I was gonna say yeah. we met you in Ollivander's. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. that's right. <laughs> that's right. So many good memories. Um, um I, I, ooh, I think I want to say, and I think. It's probably accurate, although it's, it's a difficult one to replicate because I was very, very lucky the first time I went to the Wizarding World that I got an out-of-hours private look around mm-hmm. when literally nobody else was there. And getting to go through the line for Forbidden Journey mm-hmm. without 300 people crammed in around you and seeing all the little intricacies and stuff is like 
it's such it's such an immersive place yeah, I abs- really. I love that absolutely love that um but I really love Nocturne Alley oh yeah Nocturne Alley's great yeah um, that's my favorite it's but so for cool. a couple of reasons and I think actually I think that whole diagonally area is really really beautiful but I really like Nocturne Alley because it's because you kind of not everybody finds it for a start mm-hmm. True. it's always quite quiet in there mm-hmm. yeah and it's also yeah. dark and cool yeah <laughs> yeah yes. I was gonna say it's uh, air-conditioned I can't believe yeah. people don't find it in the summer I it's know the best. like every time we've been in there there's been maybe another 10 people in there and that's it uh-huh. like, it's yeah. always quiet yeah and you can just sit in there and like have a drink and cool down for 10 minutes yeah. and I've it's actually um, legitimately napped in Nocturne Alley <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And the um, is it what is the shop? Is it Borg and Burks that they've got down there? That's yeah, got the, I love that shop as well. Yeah, um, the like the cursed yeah. objects and stuff. We've got a friend George who uh, was until recently one of the um, art directors at the park, and he did all like like the Wizarding World. Yeah, stuff, sort of didn't not designed, but sort of did the prop sort prop sourcing and prop placement for for the wizarding world so we've been a couple of times with george and he's he kind of takes you around and shows and he's like yeah we found this thing here and this came from a thrift store yeah we found this cursed baby skeleton thing from a you know i've gone and searched for that because ness told us about that and i was like that is the most terrifying doll i've ever seen i'm pretty sure like when you when you walk in you know the case that's in front of you i think it's like on the top right of that case. yeah 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 Yeah, it's um it's creepy but it yeah it's like that whole area is so beautifully made it's it's hard to pick but i think yeah i think it would be probably not tonally or yeah, the the line. I have we haven't been since the Hagrid ride yeah, arrived, yeah. so I don't know whether that would be up there. It's really good. It's really good. It looks amazing. Yeah, it's really good. Um. Okay. Next question comes from Brandon. Hey, Brandon. Hi, Brandon. Who is one historical figure you would love to go back and spend a day picking the brain of, and why? Mm. Oh, there's so many. Oh, Brandon, why do this? <laughs> um, I'm going to just, off the top of my head, not think about it too much. Frida Kahlo. That would be cool. Because I just think she was so progressive, um, especially like as a woman. Mm-hmm. And her art is amazing. And just the way she lived her life. Yeah. I, if I thought about it more, I'd probably think of like 10 other people. So I'm just going to go with that one for yeah. now. Can you keep talking for a minute about Frida Kahlo while I no. keep thinking? <laughs> <laughs> or maybe someone like um, uh, Harriet Tubman. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. She would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Come on, Chris. Yeah, sorry. I'm really Broken stuck. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, yeah, I'm just trying to... I'm, I'm trying to... Think it's... Oh. Freddie Mercury, not oh. that historical, but a legend. But mm-hmm. a legend, a diva, and I think such a vital person. Yeah. In like yeah. in a turning point of everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, okay. like everything. Not that he did. Not that I don't think at the time he he was he was, you know, he was obviously a huge part of the LGBTQ community at a time when you you really couldn't be that publicly yeah. doing yeah. such things and I know you know at the time obviously people didn't do an awful lot 
for the community because it, it was just so underground. It was it was it just wasn't the done thing. You didn't you couldn't go shouting about it on the television or whatever. But like he did he did so much without without having to shout about it and without having to be kind of like, oh yeah, here I am donating millions of pounds to this, that or the other. And I think it would be it would be interesting, I think, to go back to, and talk to Freddie Mercury now about what has happened because of him since he died. Yeah, uh, yeah. If that makes sense, True. and he just seems like such like I've watched I've watched interviews and things like he's that on the fabulous. telly. He's just he seems like such a gloriously fabulous person. Yeah, and probably an absolute nightmare as well. But <laughs> um, and probably incredibly difficult, but all the best people are in their own ways um yeah I think I think it would be Freddie because he's just he's so yeah fabulous he loved cats so we would choice. get along swimmingly he did love cats mm, he did he did love cats <laughs> Iggy and like just you know like there's, there's stories about him and Princess Diana going out to like gay bars in London with and they'd dress her up as like some A man yeah, yeah like leather policeman and take her into like <laughs> gay clubs under undercover and yeah like he lived a life that's you yeah. know like yeah yeah to excess yeah. and extreme and it sounds fabulous i loved that movie the the recent movie yes yeah and what was um it called? i'm blanking uh, Oh, yeah, Rips and I was just oh, about to call Rami Malek Rishi, Rishi Sunak. Which oh my is god, don't wrong. do that. <laughs> For anyone listening who doesn't know who Rishi Sunak is, he's, he he's, is... Our, he's our Chancellor of the Exchequer, which is basically Treasurer of State. And he's an. <laughs> he's a knight. He's just ruining everything in the UK at the moment. Sorry, oh. Rami Malek. Sorry, Rami Malek, but Rishi Sunak <laughs> and Rami Malek have the same syllables, and it's a bit confusing in my brain. But uh, <laughs> Rami Malek. Thoroughly deserving an Oscar. Yes. Yeah. Um, this is a fun question from Samantha. Hi, Samantha. Hi, girl. Um, a scenario. So you're on Great British Bake Off and you can make whatever you want for your signature or showstopper. What would you make? Well, you can't bake. I can't bake. Um, <laughs> Me either. I Katie, you make... can bake. I would make toast. I would make sticky toffee pudding. Oh. <gasps> mm. Not that I ever have or necessarily think I ever could, but that would be what I'd make. You need to make that cake you made. <laughs> I was going to say the, um, what is it, carrot and ginger cake. Yes. Yeah, Ooh, that that's what I'd delicious. make. Mm. Because Chris doesn't really eat sweet things. No. And so for his birthday, like I bake him a cake and he's always like, I only like carrot cake or I, something I really, boring. I really like carrot cake. So I've made him carrot cake. Is like, delish. Yeah. yeah, but I've made him carrot cake for like the past three years. So I was like, do you know what? I'm going to make a carrot and ginger cake. I have never seen him eat so much cake. <laughs> like, it like, was amazing. I went to get myself a piece about a day after I'd made it and half of it was gone. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe it. It was great. Thank you. I'll make it again one Please. day. Please. I was supposed to be making more Welsh cakes today for your mum, but yeah. oh well. There's still time. Eh. <laughs> Maybe. Ah, no, there's still time. Yeah, but we're, we're gonna to eat. The dogs. We're gonna eat first. Look at him; he's like, make the cake. <laughs> <laughs> just do it. Welsh cakes are really easy because they're not cakes, so no. they're like. Oh, I don't even know what you tell you. They're like scones, I guess, aren't they? Yeah, they're like really thin scones that you uh, cook in a griddle pan. Ooh, um, 
that they're like pancakes. No, it was really, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. It, like an English scone, like an English scone. The dough like, is kind of like it, yeah. a short crust pastry kind of okay. consistency. Okay, yeah. With currants and spices and yeah, yeah. Sounds I'll awesome. make you some one day. Yeah. I'll make you some. I would love that. We have so many plans for the future. <laughs> future get yeah, here. Have to all all into one dependent visit. on getting on a plane, which right? <laughs> True. One day. It'll one happen. Day. It'll happen. Yeah. All right. Two more questions and then we'll wrap up. So the next one is from Jen. What Jen. is your favorite board game and who is more competitive between the two of you? <laughs> <laughs> this is so easy. Chris is more competitive. I'm an only child and I never lose. <laughs> I feel that so hard. Oh my gosh. Yes, me too. <laughs> we've only, you know, Monopoly, we've only played that probably twice because Chris gets so angry. I won one time and he was like so angry for the next two days. <laughs> I, think Monopoly, I think Monopoly is my favorite board game. I do love Monopoly. Yeah. I love Monopoly, but not when I play it with you. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but Chris gets like he's not like flip the board aggressive he just gets like passive aggressive and mm. I'm like oh god okay I won one game you've won one game now we're tied oh can you imagine how like competitive you'll be in the next game because we're tied <laughs> we're never playing again no <laughs> <laughs> I want we watched the Queen's Gambit not that long ago and now I kind of want to get chess going again we have a chess we do have a chess i think we're missing a couple bits but yeah um yeah i was never very good at chess and i think it might annoy me that i'm not good i'm i have i have a very low threshold for things i'm not good at (laughs) basically i'm like no can't do it that's it go away i am i I'm not good at chess either, but I was in chess club in high school. But I don't think I remember how to play. <laughs> Did you guys I remember what play? all the pieces do. Like, I remember which way they go and how many places you can move yeah. them. But that's about it. I have no strategy. No. None at all. I'm just like, okay, there's a pawn there. I'll try and grab that. And then someone's like, yeah, but now I can take you with my queen. And I've yeah. won the game. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> all right. I, yeah. So we're done. How yeah. extra I am is my chess set is like a replica harry potter set but it's not like one of the nice super expensive ones it was just like a plasticky but like the pieces are huge and look exactly like the chess set from sorcerer's stone we've got we've got one that's modeled on the the lewis chess set which is is that the one the harry potter one's modeled on i don't know um i love those like the ones that they actually used in the movie um the lewis chess piece lewis chess set was found in a sand dune on the Isle of Lewis in Scotland. Scotland. I think um, I saw that some pieces from that at the mm-hmm, museum mm-hmm. in Scotland. We did. Yeah. Yeah. You probably did. Yeah. They were. Yeah. They made... It's like the oldest chess yeah, set ever was... found, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Twelfth century chess pieces. So we've got like replicas of that, That's which cool. is a bit really cool. Bit posh, really, isn't it? It's a bit posh, but you lost a couple of the pieces. No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I'm going to blame my ex-wife for that. Oh, okay. That's that's allowed because she's not here to defend herself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Last question comes from Sam. A different Hi, Sam. Sam from before. Sam. Sam. Um, what is your favorite meal that you can't live without? Oh, pizza. Yes. <laughs> I was say, pizza. <laughs> it's I, on the mind. 
Mine's it's either pizza or pasta. Yeah. Mm. We can just have a cuisine. That would be like just Italian. Italian. Yeah, just Italian. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, probably pizza or maybe pancakes. Yeah. I do love a pancake. Yeah. I could eat pancakes every day. I'm going to say pancakes. Okay, but like American good. pancakes, not crepes. Mm. I think mine would be pizza. Yeah. Because it's so versatile. You could put anything on a pizza. Pancake pizza. I didn't realize that our <laughs> that like the pancakes no. we eat are American pancakes. Yeah, that's so funny. Well, well, in the UK, <laughs> if you say a pancake, people just think of like you know, like a crepe, a yeah. flat one. Yeah. yeah. We don't. We don't automatically think, oh, pancake, the fluffy fat oh. ones. They're American pancakes to us. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. The little things that are interesting to me. All right. Quirks of British life. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all we got for questions. Awesome. Oh, amazing. Let's go to our fan story. All right. So this week's fan story comes from Megan Liggett. I hope I said that correctly. Hi, ladies. My name is Megan, and I just recently discovered your podcast, and I'm loving it. I forgot to write it ah. so I don't know how recent that Ooh, actually Oh, yeah. How was, long ago but... is this from? <laughs> um, I started listening from episode one, and your discussions of Sorcerer's Stone are bringing back all the feels from my Potter experience. So here's my Potter story. When Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone was released in the U.S. in September 1998. I know, I was waiting for someone to say it. (laughs) I was nine years old and oblivious to its release. Fast forward approximately one year later and my 10-year-old book-loving me is minding my own business when my grandmother sends my mom an article about this new book that has completely taken taken the country by storm and mentions that she ordered a copy for me and it should arrive any day. Looking back, I'm amazed at my completely magical introduction to the wizarding world. I got to read about Harry's discoveries and adventures as I myself was preparing to turn 11. You bet I was eagerly awaiting my owl on my 11th birthday. While I never got my owl, my grandmother made sure to pre-order me each book as they were released. She was reading the series too, and we bonded over the characters and stories, and then discussed the differences between the film versions and the books as the movies were released. I fondly remember spending... I fondly remember spending solid days devouring each book when it came in the mail and then proudly proclaiming how few days it took me to read it because I couldn't put it down. That is me. (laughs) (laughs) Now I have kids of my own and I get to introduce them to the magic of Harry Potter like my grandmother once did for me. It came full circle when I took my boys to the Wizarding World in Universal Studios Hollywood last year and my nine-year-old eagerly bounced up and down in line for Ollivander's wand choosing experience. I had to remind him that only one person gets picked from the group and it may not be him. When we went into the room, he stood perfectly still and silent with his hands clasped in front of him and eyed the wand maker like he knew he was the chosen one. (laughs) I honestly had to fight back a sob when he pointed at my son and said, you. My grandmother passed passed last year before we went to the Wizarding World, but I've never been so grateful for the ways in which Joe and her wonderful stories have brought magic into my life. Thanks. Megan Leggett, Gryffindor from Colorado. Woo, Gryffindor. Oh, that gave me like chills. I know. I'm so emotional about everything. I literally like my eyes are watering. (laughs) 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 Thank you, Megan, so much for your story. I I knew that I knew her son was going to get picked. I just I just knew. Just had that feeling. Had he that was feeling. the chosen one. He was the chosen one. And I'm relieved that he was. Yeah, I know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, like I have been in Ollivanders before, and like 
honestly wanted to push a child out of the way. I got chosen actually the night that we did that muggle net thing. And what oh was cool God. was it was just the three. So my sister was with us as well. So it's Tiffany, myself and my sister. Um, and he picked me and like, I'm like, when I say I'm obsessed with skulls, I mean, I'm like, I have way too many of them. And the one that like chose me has a skull on it. It was like perfect for me. Oh, is it like one of the death eater ones? Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> I think we've got death eater Sarah. Yeah, I think we do. It's right there. Are you the it center? is right there. Um, yeah, the first we time have, we have all the ones in this house. We do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Same. The first time we went to Universal, I got picked, and it was super cool. What so, the yeah. heck? I never get picked. It took me a couple tries. I tried to will them with my mind, and it didn't work. Yeah, <laughs> I think the next time we go, I might just spend the whole day like going back through the line. He oh. has to pick me eventually, right? Not think. necessarily. <laughs> Who's this person? There, there, are some, there are some tips and tricks about like where, where you stand. stand. Yeah. 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 So you I have to maybe be the problem, the the problem is, is the every steps. time we go back and go to Wallavans, I have to buy you a new interactive wand because I break them all. Yeah, you <laughs> broke my first one. Rip. FYI, Ollivander <laughs> will fix them for free. Yes, but when you no. snap them in half, they don't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what are you doing? We, I, 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 I sat, I went, on them. we went we went we to were being very adult and having a one battle so. <laughs> oh that was a, that was no that wasn't that wasn't an interactive one was it that was yeah, the bellatrix was. one no that was my interactive oh, was one it? sorry um <laughs> i was doing a i went to do a uh workshop. an event yes yeah, like a, an acting workshop and it was kind of acting and wizarding at the same time in portugal a couple of years ago um and they wanted me to teach the kids how to do wand moves so i did the classic you know wand battle choreography with them and stuff and ness was very kindly helping me out but i managed to smack her wand with my wand and it literally like snapped yeah literally yeah. like took i don't know a good couple of inches yeah. off your wand and there were all it. these kids oh around gosh. and all the kids were like <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> they were like oh my god and then we did another event for world book day I did, um, no, it was a Harry Potter that. book night. That wasn't me, though. That was our friend, Dr. Bev, who was a drag queen who was hosting the event, uh, dressed as Professor Umbridge. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, you led, her, led her a wand, yeah. and, and she broke that. So. And she dropped it and broke it. I was like, no, what the heck? Wands don't like me. Oh, my gosh. Maybe just haven't found your wand yet, you know? Yeah, because all of them pick me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so true. So for Chris and Ness, we every episode we pull a joke from this unofficial Harry Potter joke book. Oh my god! So I've selected Go a very cheesy one. <laughs> They're all you cheesy. Guys. Let's be some honest. are like dumb, bad, some are really bad, but all of them <laughs> yeah. are dad jokes. So, all right, how many Snapes is more than a few? Severus. Sever- <laughs> I have a pizza joke. <laughs> yes, Ooh, pizza, pizza joke. joke. Yeah. What's the difference between a good pizza joke and a bad one? Cheesy. The delivery. Oh. <laughs> I've got, I've got, I've got another terrible joke for you. How do you fit five thousand Pikachu's in a Nissan Micra? You Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> so you know two Pokemon. Yeah. I remember Pikachu. 
<laughs> Mostly God. because of that joke. All right, you gotta get on my level. I think I can name six. <laughs> what, wait, Chris, what, what sound does Pikachu make? I don't know. You were riding high. I'm, then you I'm, nosedive. I'm literally, I've never, like, it's complete. I don't know whether I'm just the wrong age, but it completely passed me by. It's Pika Pika. Oh, cool. No? Okay, cool. <laughs> it just, yeah, totally passed me by. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right. Make sure that you follow your hosts on social media. Myself and Katie are on Twitter and Instagram at The Petrus Family. Tiffany is on Twitter and Instagram at Tiff Swish underscore flick. And Sarah is on Instagram at O'Malley with three H's. Because she's extra. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, would so. you guys like to plug where people can find you? Ness? Uh, you can find me on Instagram. It's Nessa underscore Beecroft with two E's. Um, you can find me virtually anywhere. Um, <laughs> Twitter at Chris Rankin. Instagram at CW Rankin because I'm useless and don't have matching social handles. And on Facebook, I think it's just Chris, Chris Rankin, Rankin official or something like that. Basically, if it says Chris Rankin and it's got a blue tick next to it, and the picture of a ginger man. That's me. <laughs> and I mean ginger man, not gingerbread man. Oh. <laughs> I love that. You should switch all your profile pics to a gingerbread man now. <laughs> Throw everyone off. Oh, goodness. Well, thank you. I loved thank it. Thank you. Thank you for having us. I miss you guys. Of course. Thank nice you. Too. It's rubbish. We'll have to like it will be over soon, I think. Can hopefully. we play Animal Crossing soon, please? But you can't come to my island because it's horrible. <laughs> I'm probably covered in weeds. <laughs> can't come to mine because it doesn't exist. <laughs> Rip. I have to go but clean yeah. up some weeds, but yeah, for sure. Yeah, we'll play. Yeah. We'll figure out a time. Yeah. Well, once again, thank you so much for joining us. It's always an adventure. And, you know, maybe we'll have you on again to just talk about pizza. Please. Yes. <laughs> just have pizza night. <gasps> yeah. We will. We'll Virtual talk, we'll pizza can... night. <gasps> yeah. Sounds like a wonderful idea. I would love that. So I would assume that this episode would be for pizza and friendship. <laughs> yes. yes. Pizza and pals. Then pals, oh, that's better. Yeah, that's alliteration, yeah, that's better. Okay, very good. <laughs> that concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and don't let the muggles get you down. <gasps> Amazing! Just my voice. <laughs> I don't even have a TikTok. I'm too old to have a TikTok because I spelled it incorrectly, and I was like, I. Enjoy. <laughs> what is this top tick? <laughs> <laughs> Testing, testing. There's a poop emoji, so... Okay. So if you go to Danny DeVito, <laughs> click on so Danny weird. DeVito. That. Now on. that I'm ready, we can begin. Oh, good. <laughs> Look at her. Say, like, I wasn't the one who dropped the F-bomb, it was Megan. Oh my god. <laughs> did I? You did? Yeah. I'm pretty sure you I went up. Oh, not Oh. I know. Well, now you both have, so. Oh, true. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. Bye. Enjoy your days.